Welcome to Holly's Hot Wife Life, a fabulously fun place to chat about all things lifestyle. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. If you are not mature enough to be in this audience, please pass this link along to a friend, coworker, or neighbor who is. That ought to be interesting. And on that note, this podcast is intended solely for entertainment. Although I can appear to be the consummate professional, I am by no means a doctor, and heaven help you if you take my musings as such. Now that those pleasantries are out of the way, let's play. Hello, my friends. Happy, thankful, throwback Thursday. As I hopefully will have this posted on Thursday, that's my plan at least. I do want to, as always, pop on and say thank you. I am grateful for all of you. I am, I feel uh, oddly uh, blessed that people enjoy listening to me. I, I had someone recently say, do your play friends know that they're playing with the Holly? And I thought, huh, I'm just another one of those uh, wives playing, but how awesome and how special is it to me that you all hear me and think that I'm either entertaining or have some insight that's worth hearing or both, or like I said, it helps you sleep, which is also awesome. So yes, I appreciate you and thank you. Yeah, you, you gave me the oomph to keep recording. I want to thank everyone that sends me notes here, there, everywhere. Twitter has become popular. Instagram, Facebook, uh, the website, I'm seeing an increase in people. So that's great. I guess I should post something on there. Maybe I will. I do want to definitely say a shout out to my little group of people that support the administration of this through Patreon. And I will say that they do get a little bit of extra content, very little. um, What is that? There's a word for that. It's unidentifiable, but they do get a little bit. Usually I try to pop an extra picture or something with they're early listening, but I do appreciate everybody that supports me in whatever way that they do and enjoys the podcast, however you enjoy it. Happy, thankful throwback Thursday. And the throwback part of this, in addition to the thankful part, is, hey, I got to talk with Steve McBoobs, and I probably told you guys that. So I'm officially rolling out my fabulous little visit with Titty McBoobs, the little bit that we recorded So I hope you enjoy. I hope you have a wonderful holiday if you are celebrating and all the goodness to you. Everybody stay healthy, have fun, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Well, hello there, friends. Howdy. Long time. Yeah, no, not really. I am in beautiful, sunny Arizona visiting and having a delightful little placation and it seemed like an excellent opportunity to say hi (laughs) also to my good friend titty mcboobs hello and if y'all don't remember her you should go back and listen but that's okay titty mcboobs is the hot wife of my heart so (laughs) we have now went on hot wife trips together we're already plotting our next one yes we are and it's gonna be good so I was 
I have to take the opportunity. We're together. We're going to record. We are going to follow my standard MO of who knows what we'll talk about, but we'll find something hopefully fun and entertaining. I know we were talking about starting with gangbangs. That was an easy one. Yes. Yes. I just recently did one a couple of Saturdays ago. I can't even tell you how difficult it is to organize a gangbang, but (sighs) it is um, very difficult. This gangbang was a little different. It was actually uh, for me and for my husband's playmate. Um, She's never done one, and um, she wanted to experience it, and my husband made her fantasy come true. It was very difficult just to organize it, because not only was I looking for guys, he was looking for guys. She's new to this whole lifestyle, so it was... uh, And I'll just giggle at you over here, because you play... You are also swingers or have done the swinger thing. So you play with couples and you have a, a wider range that you have at least experienced than I have. And I'm like, oh, you brought another female into the gangbang. That's another set of emotions and energy. And oh, you get <laughs> mad props, mad extra points because I have a hard enough time keeping track of my own personality, let alone another male or two or however many is draining to me another female I'm like whoo good job you it was it was it was a little complicated like I said she was new to the lifestyle to this whole thing but she we wanted her to experience something like this because she's always wanted to and she was you know talking about it and my husband's the one that wants fantasies to come true so and we want our husband's fantasies to come true right so um that's why I was a little bit picky than she was with guys because I kind of was is a little bit more comfortable with it. Um, I was there during hers, so she would feel comfortable. She was nervous, obviously, but she fell into it pretty good, and she had a good time. So then it was my turn. and uh... I think we should back <laughs> up, and you made a good point because you were like, it's a little more challenging. So the time that I had a gangbang, I had someone else put it on, and so they had like a stable of guys and who fits the and these guys are all going in they know that they like doing gangbangs they're good performing with each other so mine was very nice in that it was organized yours I was saying is more like a wedding you have to invite extra people because you know you're only gonna have so many show up and then because of yours you had some requirements yes so we actually it took a month to actually organize this um, Which I think is amazing even then. Right. We had 17 guys. To start. To start. And then it narrowed down to the day of. We came down to seven guys. Two of them left the group. And the whole thing is, yeah, you know, obviously looks, obviously cock size, obviously communication. but Obviously cock size. Obviously. <laughs> but, um, but like I said, the last thing is communication. You don't want to communicate with us till the day before, then we're going to take you out of the group, especially with somebody getting so comfortable with the situation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys think that they should just start talking, you know, the day of, okay, here it is. And that's not how it works. It's not only for the gangbang, but for the lifestyle. You don't start chatting with someone a week before you're going to play and then start and then come back like that day. So comfort is huge with anything, especially something like this. So we did remove two guys 
from the gangbang and then the other guys showed up and had a good time so and so I talked to your husband we had this discussion and he was obviously all twinkly eyed and said it was wonderful and you now have done a few gangbangs he said that you were in your element and you were like directing <laughs> traffic you guys are ready you come over here you go over there get hard and then it was like now okay I'm, I'm getting tired I'm, I'm starting to get a little worn out so now everybody needs to get ready to come <laughs> I was like I fucking love it that's awesome yes. so uh, yeah Titty McBoobs over here was I was very assertive I I mean the last two times the first time obviously I was nervous the second time still iffy about it but you know a little nervous I think this time I was a lot more comfortable and prepared for what I wanted in the gangbang what I wanted to happen and make him not to like worry about it and so that's pretty much what I did I pretty much took charge and yeah made sure everybody had a good time and everybody came and they did excellent <laughs> so yeah uh, you know all of you that like to hear about the gangbangs there's today <laughs> McBoobs gangbang in a what a five minute version I, I have a funny feeling it lasted quite a little bit longer yeah so it lasted probably about uh almost two hours um seven guys um we did everything dvp dp that's some prep on itself Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's some prep yeah so it was it was definitely not a prep but it was it was a lot of fun and the guys were made it really comfortable there was two guys that's never been in a gangbang and so I think how I was assertive made them more comfortable with it. And they were able to stay like hard. Yeah, they were able to stay hard. They just so needed that's direction. Good. They did. They did. Instead of a man giving them directions, a woman giving them directions, they were able to stay hard. It's a hot blonde. <laughs> Any smart man is listening to I the I think hot it blonde. was the hot, hot wife shirt that I was wearing. It could have been that too. <laughs> could have been the boobs underneath. It could have been. It could Come have on, been. titty. Titty Mick boobs. That probably had to have a lot to do with it, but it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. And even after I've talked to a couple of the guys after the, the gangbang. So just to, you know, maybe play again or make regulars. So it was nice. You ended up with good people, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. I know there were a few, actually my gangbang. We know that a person you played with regularly was in my gangbang. And now is the lifestyle is a very interesting place. It really is. Um, And we've talked a lot of, so I played a little bit this weekend while I was here, and I've had some interesting, fun kind of eye-opening experiences around communication, and I did another podcast that I'm pretty darn sure I will have referenced before I post this one, so there'll be some discussion back to that, but I think one of the things that I heard you talk about, I'm like, this is a good point, that, you know, what is a reasonable amount of communication for each person? And some people are really into a lot of texting. Some people are in meeting. I had a friend that kind of looked at me funny because I said, I text very little until I meet someone. And they're like, well, how do you create a relationship? And I'm like, I don't, I create that when I meet someone. But I also, as a general rule, when I'm not traveling, and even now, try to have a vanilla meeting. So I go to coffee or a cocktail and I'll sit and talk with people sometimes for an hour or two. And that's how I get that connection and, or see if there is that connection. And I think the longer we play and the more we're in it, we can tell pretty quickly, even just from initial contact. And let me tell you, I know Dr. Dave was saying that guys don't think you're not going to be found out because <laughs> we can tell. I, I had a guy I told you he reached out and he asked me if I was into something. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. I don't know if I'm quite into that. And I'll tell you, it 
it had a, a variety involved, but yes. part of it, I said, well, I'm into this much, but I'm not into degradation. So he was like saying he's into rough, primal, animalistic uh, sex yeah. and name calling. And I was like, well, hmm. I don't know. I like hard, rough sex. Depend on your definition, of course. But so I would say I probably like primal sex. Like I like down and dirty, but I don't like being called. So I said, I'm, I'm not into degradation, though. And then he said, so, well, I have all my recent test results, so do we really need to wear condoms? And I was like, that took all of like three texts. And I said, hey, I don't think we're a good fit. Now, the nice thing was the gentleman let it go at that. He didn't sit and try to argue with me. So mad props there. My point in all of that is someone, one of our friends in the lifestyle had said, well, I like to have a connection, so I need to text. Well, I like to have a connection, but I like to do that person. The takeaway is you do you, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. works for you, but be aware that different people have different ways of going about that. So, yeah. And I think our communication is the same way. I'm not much of a texter, you know, I'm not before much you of, meet, right. Before we have I meet. lots of fun chatting yeah. later, but yeah, if before, you know, it's very spotty and I, and I let them know, but once we meet, I'm, I mean, we can be chatty and all my personality comes back and they're like, oh, okay, you know, you aren't much of a texter, but you are a talker. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah. I'll open up and I'll tell you everything. And I'll tell you more than you ever expected exactly, you were Exactly, right. And so, and then after that, yeah, I'm chatty because I know who you are. You're who you are. And so, yeah, let's set up, let's do this and that. So I'm the same way. I'm not. And the difference is like my husband, he plays. He's more of a texter. He is a beyond texter. Which is hilarious because he's yeah, a social butterfly too. He is. And, um, but he'll text and text and text to get to know him, to, you know, feel a connection that way. And he'll meet him, you know, um, but he's more of a communicator through texting. We're completely opposite. Wouldn't it be completely. funny to ask, uh, we'll have to ask someone or we'll have to start polling people what the male perspective is if they prefer to quote-unquote meet or to find a connection through text or by in person if they're how other people because we are similar we we run a similar game so we're like yeah yeah that's how I do it too yeah it's not unusual no no yeah I'm just I I just I personally don't feel like I feel like a little connection and I can kind of see through you know when I'm texting somebody but it's more of a facial connection I'm like okay yeah you're and cool that's something that leads into a, a few different people I talked to this weekend and we've had this but I think it's interesting that number one emotions are totally fine in the lifestyle and behavior um, but we talk about connections one this is the lifestyle so above everything else yes you can have feelings but you need to address those feelings in a lifestyle appropriate manner and I bring up lifestyle appropriate and that we've met in lifestyle because I'm guessing the mass majority of us a physical attraction is important Mm -hmm. and that's not meant to be shallow or nasty or whatever else physical physical attraction important I mean our sole intent is to have sex right and particularly us we're married we have a significant other to have deep meaningful conversations with or not to be more mood to snuggle with we have all of that is already taken care of Mm -hmm. so the the physical appearance is very important and that doesn't mean that people have to be drop dead gorgeous long story short we've had like what you feel comfortable with 
and what your expectations are, whether you want a model looking person or you want someone in this range or what, I mean, there's a person for everyone and there's an interest for everyone. And that's why we have things called kinks because we all have a kink, right? whatever yeah. it may be. So that one's, yeah. I was like, get that around the bug plug. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a good picture. It's just so funny. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's physical connection is a huge thing. I had an incident where I met a guy and he wasn't really that good looking, but I'm just like, okay, you know what? He has a nice cock. Why not? So he came over and it started getting a little awkward because my husband has pictures of me when I do special pictures they're not naked pictures and he was like pose for me and I'm like um no that's not why you're here right so anyways I was still giving him the benefit of the doubt I didn't have really I didn't have any physical attraction to him so we played and then he left and then my husband's like okay don't ever do that again (laughs) he's like because I I can tell I can tell when you don't enjoy it and you making me a video I absolutely love it but the ones that you don't enjoy, I, I don't like watching, which and, they can tell. They really can. And it's awesome that your husband has a little more experience to comment on that. And I would say kind of in relation to the guys I spoke with, two guys this weekend, yeah. both came up with when they started in the lifestyle, they're single and they're like, well, I'm single and people have such a, there's so many people that have some bad stigma about single. I, I still don't understand where this is coming from because I only meet the good ones. <laughs> Minus a few, you know, and I think yeah, we're the same. Right. We meet, yeah. The majority of people we meet are pretty good. But they said in the beginning, both of them, and it was really funny, that they were, a, they're both attractive men, so they were a commodity, and they'd go to clubs or whatever else, and they felt like they were almost required. If people wanted to play with them, they just had to go play with every person. And they were like, hmm. But whether it was virility from how you were raised, or it was that you had the privilege and you didn't want to get in trouble... But I know at least one of the two said that there came a point where he was like, okay, off I go with this couple. And like the club owner or someone pulled him aside and said, you know, you don't have right. to fuck yeah. everybody you, that invites you. And he said it was like this wonderful epiphany, like, oh, I can run my own show. And it's the same for us. Right. Or when your husband, you're like, oh, so, and we can. And I think we also have been known to be like, okay, maybe that wasn't top of my list. And yes, you all are going to do it too. We all have right. ideals and less ideals. Right. I was talking to the gentleman this morning and saying it's important to not flake. It's important to meet what you say you're going to do. And a lot of us have come to that point where we'll schedule something and then something that we're like, oh man, if I'd waited an extra however right. long, yeah. I might have had this. Right. Other, but I already scheduled this and it's important to follow through. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, everybody in lifestyle. Oh, well, that sometimes we play with people that we may not be as excited to play right. with again. But we love people. Right. And no we matter value what. value that yeah, time. And we do. And we, I mean, we still, you know, have fun. And, you know, you never know with giving somebody the benefit of a doubt. I mean... Mm-hmm. There was a couple guys that weren't, I mean, they were attractive, but not like drop dead or anything like that. And we made a good connection and, you know, we're going to continue on playing. So, I mean, I had a playmate and he wasn't really, I mean, girls running after him or anything, but we had a good connection and, you know, 
So when you look at other people, we were talking about people with different interests that And it is, yeah, it is you make a great connection or people that you know, from the last time we were here that you met people that were just awesome people and Mm -hmm. whether you play with them or not, it doesn't matter. We it's kind of like the beautiful side note of the lifestyle. Yes, we're here to have sex. But we can run into some amazing people that we can be comfortable with Mm -hmm. and and a wide variety. I'm sure there are plenty of people that look at us and go, Oh, yay, middle aged house wife grandma yeah. whatever yeah and would be more interested in seeing a beautiful young live 21 year old and right. that's more power to you you know we all there, there's definitely a continuum and everybody's at whatever level in it and that's nice that luckily there are a few that are interested in us that are worth right being interested in yeah and that's I, fun yeah and i we don't and i don't put guys like under pressure or like you know like hey no this isn't gonna happen you know, I've had a couple incidents where I've met guys and, you know, they were all gung-ho to play. And then we played and they turn around and say, yeah, you're a little too curvy for me. And I'm like, that one kills me. What? <laughs> you know, so, I mean, but the ben- the thing is, is that a guy can say I'm too curvy or, you know, and he's very, very good looking. So yeah, there could be a lot of very good looking guys that end up being douchebags mind my language but we did say sometimes dip him on your purpose yes maybe i got to fuck this attractive guy once and then i was done because he was a douche but i had fun once exactly and that's pretty much what it is i mean in the long run if that happens i had a great time and you know he's gonna you know try to say that oh that's fine i had a good time I'm not looking for a husband. I'm looking for someone fun, and I had fun, so thank you. But, I mean, there's a lot of women that I've talked to that are in the lifestyle, and they get upset when people say that. Say, you know, they're too curvy, they're too this and that, and they're just like... But you're perfect for some people. Yeah, that, your, that opinion doesn't matter because you're married. And so that's how I look at it. And so I just... You know, that's why these guys that are, aren't really, you know, attractive, but you never, you never know what kind of connection you can have. There might be a different connection. So it's all about the total compensation package. It is. It is. (laughs) Oh my. It really is. But. And the lifestyle is all about improving your communication. Oh my gosh. I think that also goes, I mean, arguably that goes to someone that decides that you're not the right fit for them for body type determining how to politely say that because let's okay this ties into another thing we need to be tactful and do our best not to hurt people's feelings mm-hmm. it's not always possible and it's possible that your feelings are hurt but how to appropriately respond by that for things like that exactly right? so maybe the person talking to you thought they were putting a nice delivery on that and it hurt your feelings you're like that's okay I can have that moment that hurt my feelings but then I look at it in perspective and say exactly what you did I have a husband at home life is good I'm gonna go and find someone else it's fun while it was yeah you don't go and lash out at the people and I think that probably makes the difference between the quote-unquote crazy couples or the crazy single females or the crazy single males is that response it it's an emotional thing we Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us have a, I mean, we're looking for a connection. There are people that are just down to fuck and that's great. Um, I think that's primarily on like adult friend finder. I don't know. No, it is. And but it, if you're not just down to fuck and you're looking for a partner, a regular partner, and 
people's feelings are going to get hurt. I mean, people's feelings can get hurt in a gangbang. You're like, well, we're all here and we know why we're here. Right. And, and, and it can be, I mean, I mean like the gangbang we had, I mean, she, she did feel a little intimidated by me because obviously I'm not a professional gangbanger, but I more mean, this is more experience of it. And so I knew what I was going into and what I, what I wanted from it. And she felt intimidated, which is understandable. Yeah. She was new to this whole thing. But, I mean, that also coincides with finding couples. Like, when we, me and my husband try to find couples, <laughs> and they see my husband, the guys feel intimidated by him because... He's tall and he's attractive. Tall. Yeah, and-, and he, you know, he's been in the lifestyle for a while and everything. And so, it's very... Intimidation in the lifestyle with couples or with males is big. And you never think that it's that big, and it is. Now, the flip side of that, I'll say, and and you can probably agree on this, is the people that are able to, even to say, yeah, I'm intimidated, but I'm going to just put that to the side because I met in this arena. We're not on Match.com. We're on a lifestyle site. So they can accept, yes, I'm intimidated. Yes, that made me feel like third-string quarterback. But they put that to the side and say, that's okay. And I'm not going to dwell on that. And I'm just going to either have fun with this. There are people we've met, whether it was couples or it's single guys. And that makes all the difference in the world. It's okay to have emotions. Mm-hmm. We are all humans. But it's not okay to act out because that's when you become the crazy one. And it's okay to be intimidated mm-hmm. if you're a couple or just you need to be I want to say professional, but I'm like, we're not exactly being professionals. But be human and be fair and and know that no one wants to be treated like whatever, derogatory in any way, shape, or form. No, no, not not at all. But, I mean, it it does happen. I mean, even with finding guys, like when we were finding guys for this, you know, this gangbang, there was one guy that I was talking to and, um, you know, he was all up for the gangbang and he was pretty excited. But he's just like, well, you know, I I don't know if I want to play with a girlfriend. I just want to play with you. So I was like, well, that's, you know, that's not why we're doing this. But, you know, I continued talking. And then it got to the point where he was getting jealous of me talking to the other guys. So it's like, well, I mean, why we're talking is because of the gangbang. And then he just you know, made an excuse and obviously he wasn't in the gangbang, but it's just, he was felt intimidated by the other guys. And then I think that's, those are those funny things in the lifestyle that we try to normalize a little bit. It's okay. It's okay. If you don't want to be in a gangbang and you only want to play Mm one-on-one, but then you just need to be straight up and be like, that's cool. I really enjoy communicating with you, Mm -hmm. but I only want to play one-on-one. We were discussing video and people will be like, yeah, I'm good with it, oh, but, oh, I got this great mask. Oh, yeah. No, we're not talking about masks. We're straight up video. And the thing there is, it's totally okay if you have zero interest in doing video. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to play with someone with, with video, right? Nope, can't do it. That's fine. There are tons of people you can play with that don't want to video the situation. Right. So if you 
find a certain hot wife, a blonde one or a brunette one, either of them, <laughs> hot, but you're not willing to do video, then just accept it and let it go. Yeah. Move on. I mean, there's so many other people. And likewise, that's the same from our perspective. We're like, God, I'm a little bummed out that that's my requirement because that was one hot guy that I connected with and he seemed great. But I'm not going to dwell on it because that's a requirement for whatever our reasoning is. And I have friends that it's like, I want to be able to do video that I post to Pornhub. Yeah, I'm not going to be involved in that. But then as someone that's potentially playing with them or not, just be straight up. Either you're interested or you're not, or it's a deal breaker. Know what your deal break, your deal break, what? What would that be called? The deal, the deal breaker. Know what your deal breakers yeah. are, I guess. And there's not a whole lot. Shush. I love you. <laughs> but, you know, I think so much, and I probably sound like some bizarre, crappy armchair therapist. But, like, seriously, in so many ways, communication is everything. And acknowledging that there are emotions and feelings in the lifestyle is important. We are human. I think it took me, like, two or three years to be like oh my god so if I'm like kind of feel a little attached to this person is is it the end of the world and you're like no that's okay that's a cool person and it's okay that you like that person mm-hmm. it's just not okay if it's going to become a bigger issue and if that's the case then you might just need to cut it off I mean we talk about people we know that have been involved with married couples or married couples that are oh my gosh so many married couples that get in the <laughs> lifestyle and they're already having trouble Please, if you're married and you're having challenges in your marriage, this is not the time to get into the lifestyle unless you're looking for an implosion, which I guess if you're looking intently to end your marriage, then that's something. But it's kind of not fair to drag other people along either. So don't do that. That's the answer. Do not do that if your marriage is not in a happy place. I'm not saying you have to have a rock solid marriage because I don't know if any of us do. We just have a healthy marriage with a fun level of adventure. I, yeah, and I think that coincides, which I know that I was talking to you earlier and I was going to mention on the podcast, is that before we moved here to Arizona, um, we actually lived in Texas. And we lived in Texas for almost a year for job preference. And when I moved to Texas, I just wasn't in the right place. And I just didn't feel like myself and the lifestyle was probably we barely did the lifestyle because I felt like personally that my I wasn't in the right place for it and also like our my marriage wasn't in the right place just I think because I was going through a little depression it was awkward you guys were away from everybody it was hard hard being away from family being away from friends it was and people would think that, you know, you're, you don't, families, you know, nobody's there. It's just you guys, you guys should be playing. It's a great time to party. And it wasn't. Um, we both are workaholics, but it, it was just not there. And we did occasionally play, but it just, if you feel like you aren't in the right place, or if your marriage isn't in the right place, then you should hold off until it is. Because... It, and be fair to others. If you yeah, know that someone else's relationship's in a hard place, don't get involved with that. No, it was just like, we just, we, we didn't, we didn't, we stopped the lifestyle for a while. And it wasn't because of him. It was because of me. I or maybe feel... it really wasn't because of anyone. It was yeah. just free floating. And it I was. think that's when we say, we kind of want to normalize. Okay. The lifestyle is so much fucking fun. I wish every woman that had any 
inkling and they were in the right spot could get into it because if you need an ego boost, if you need to feel sexy, and I was talking about this gentleman this morning too about when you start out and you're kind of hesitant, but once you start to like own it and grasp it, I'm sure we probably become sexier to the general population when we're like, own this and you feel better and you're concerned about your appearance. So your husband probably is just like dying because he's like, great. Now she wants to put moisturizer on on a regular basis. (laughs) I don't know. You know, she wants to put sometimes it's not yoga pants. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a, it's not regular pants. That's funny. (laughs) But that when we say this, we're like, the lifestyle is so much fucking fun. When it's so much fucking fun. But when we're trying to normalize the lifestyle, be aware that sometimes it's just not what you're feeling. So for whatever things are going on in the world, and I know some people, just if you're not having sex regularly with your spouse, and there could be all kinds of things that are impacting the reason that you're not having sex as often with your spouse, but that makes you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to be playing outside. And that's okay. If you're not comfortable playing, there is no reason you can't take a break. Take a break. We have a lifetime. I mean, I think my husband said we only have like a 10-year window. But <laughs> I'm sure that there are some sexy seniors out there. So when we get to that point, we'll worry about it then. Right. Who knows what the libido will be like? We might be. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Hormones. And yeah. But in normalizing the adventure, <laughs> there is an ebb and flow in everything. And if you're not feeling it, then take a break. And it'll still be there. The lifestyle is not likely to it's disappear. It's not going anywhere. It, it'll it's, still be there. I think it's right back there with prostitution. Oh, <laughs> that's a good example. <laughs> well, that's just not paid. Yeah, but I mean, it is. And as soon as we moved here to Arizona, I think I finally felt like I was home. I was closer to family. I was closer to, you know, everything. Stabilized. It, just, it did, and it, like, sparked everything up. And so we... You know, obviously we're still workaholics, but it we've been playing a lot more. We've been enjoying it. We've been enjoying each other more. You've had some great stories, and and so yeah, and so <laughs> it's it's been a lot better, and and I think that's what it should be like. You know, we still can make a fun connection and have fun with the lifestyle, and that's that's what it's about. That's that's what you have to be in the right place if you. If you're doing the lifestyle just to save your marriage, I think don't that's that. the wrong way to do it. And if you're aware that someone's having a hard time in their marriage, don't be part of that. Don't. I, I mean, mean, that's between two people, but you don't need to add to no, the challenge. No, not at all. Like, not at all. And talk- I think we've had, I don't know, I, I've had married men reach out and say they're not on a hall pass. And I think... I had one way back in the beginning and he was a great guy. Now the one thing is he was on the opposite side of the country from me. And my husband was like, cool. I feel good with this. But as a general rule, married people, not on a hall pass. I think it's funny. I hear more and more. And I assume that people are in the lifestyle, like both of us, honestly, where our husbands got us into it. But then I hear so many cases where a wife got their husband into it, but it, it was when their marriage wasn't healthy. And I'm like, oh, owie, don't do right. that. Don't do that. No. And yeah. it gives everybody a bad rap. Let's it, go into the lifestyle to have fun. Yeah, it, and it does. And um, and for me, when I started the lifestyle, my husband wasn't was in it previously. And for me, you know, he would keep talking about it. And I'm just like, mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. He's like, well, do you want to? And I'm like, hmm. I don't know. Not yet. And yeah. Not yet. And, and then we did okay, it. Maybe. And then, yeah. And then we had a good time. But 
I mean, we were, it took a challenge. It probably took six months for us to finally be, maybe a year, for finally to be in a good place for it. So, but now it's, we're in a great place and having a lot of fun, which is Yay. nice. <laughs> it is. It's, it's really nice. And, and the main thing with this lifestyle with being married is a connection with your husband, um, connecting afterwards, um, just coming back home and, you know, it, it might sound weird, but after we, either one of us plays, you know, we go and connect with each other and we tell each other like, oh, you know, I'm home and, you know, I love you and, and, and reinforce, reinforce that, you know, I still love you. And, you know, it sounds weird, but he calls my pussy his home. So he's like, you know, and so that's call it a docking station. That would be weirder. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's just makes you feel better. Like, okay, you know, I can share my body, but I, you know, never share my heart. And so, and that coincides with like, and being like starting to get feelings and stuff like that, where there could be boundaries with those feelings. And I have mad respect for people that are in poly relationships. I will never do it. I, I just, I can't. I need to be able to differentiate, even if I do have feelings about a person and I care about them as humans, they need to be on the outside. I can't, I mean, should I can't play with couples because I can't handle too many personalities in the room. Yeah. So I'm like, not my thing, but I think of people that are poly and are trying to manage those relationships. And I suspect the people that are successful are ones that can accept the highs and the lows and all the different feels and, and learn how to be to embrace them, I guess. So even the challenges you have to embrace and I can only handle that on a one-on-one basis. Yeah. I think NRE is huge in the lifestyle. What? Uh, NRE. When, when the, when the, when the person thinks that they actually are in love with them, they, they actually feel love and they actually want to do it, but it's not, it's an infatuation. Ah. It's, it's that feeling where I, I know I'm in love with this person no, you, so there's a difference between NRE infatuation and actually in love. You got in love where you got your date face off, right? Yeah. You can open the but door. But it's not that picture I was sending. Right, yeah. That was not the date face off. <laughs> yeah, you can open the door and pee in front of that person and you're in oh, love, right? Wow. Maybe I'm not in love with my husband after all. <laughs> we don't share bathrooms. I'm pretty sure I love that man. <laughs> but God, it's I just, love that man. It's just certain things that you have in a marriage or in a, in a deep relationship. NRE is when you first meet that person and you're just like, wow, I'm, I'm in love with you. I want to be with you. You know, you make me feel good. You make me feel that. And and a lot of people get that. And some people in the lifestyle get that where they feel like they're, yeah, I'm definitely in love with them. And I didn't know anything about this until my husband told me about it. I, I've had NRE with a couple guys where I didn't feel like I loved them, but I was like super infatuated well, with even them. Girls. I think and girls. And I think some... it's bigger... For me, being bisexual, I've had it more with girls than guys. And I feel for you. There's a yeah. lot. There's a so, lot of stuff. Yeah, with your variety and your range. Yeah. Your range puts a lot of challenges. It in is, there, and, and I give you mad props. For and it. a lot of these women that my husband plays with, they feel a lot of energy just the way my husband communicates with them, which makes them feel amazing. He's he's well, a great he's communicator, sapio, right? Demio, he's very demio. he's very. Demisexual where he has to have a connection and he has to like 
make them feel like they're on top of the world. And he doesn't do it. that makes him happy. It does. That makes him feel good. good. He likes to make people feel good. He loves it. And so, and so it's just, and that's a lot of things with the poly world is that, you know, all these people that are poly and they think that they're in love with someone. But I think that NRE is really big in the lifestyle, um, with anything like this. That's lifestyle. very, I think that's interesting. I haven't heard the term. Now I have to like educate myself a little more. Although it sounds <laughs> like you probably educate us fairly well, but I think, and I'll have that joke and I've probably said it before, but that same thing, someone will look so enticing and then you have to step back and go, the grass isn't greener on the other mm-hmm. side. The grass is greener where you water it. So if you really are having a come to terms issue, then maybe you need to put the focus on your own relationship Right. And everything else will fall into place. Right. I mean, we were saying this weekend, I had some ups and downs and some challenges and I would talk to my husband and he would get kind of fired up and just be like, mm, just like that one. And I'm like, calm down. Right. It, we are addressing this and we are letting it go, mm-hmm. but it's almost a little bit of a process to go, okay, this is how that happens. But it was important to me. And that was even my commentary today when going through it. And I said, the long and short is if for any reason, and I think this is like why you might slow down in the lifestyle in this case, why I didn't play with someone. It doesn't matter if it's not right for my husband. It's not right for me. Yes. And if it's not right for me, it's not right for my husband. Exactly. (laughs) Keep in mind that always is me playing with a guy, but if it doesn't work for me, my husband will back it. And if, even if I'm like, man, like I was, Oh, I'd like to reach out to someone. My husband has a very small group of people that are vetoed. The person is one of them. And I'm like, I'd love to reach out to him and I will be open and communicate that with my husband and he'd be like, Nope. And it makes me happy to for him to be happy. So that's a simple, it's a a simple thing to me to be like, well, cool. It doesn't matter if I have an interest or not. It is not even vaguely worth upsetting our inner circle. No. And I, and, and a lot of things. And, and I think a lot of people, I don't know if it would be poly people with like what you're Those saying. Cause I, people. Right. So <laughs> my husband was in a couple of Facebook groups and they were poly groups. And, you know, he would talk about like our experience and everything and they would call him controlling. And, and he would say, well, I'm not controlling, you know, if there's certain things that, you know, I want and she, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Or like, He's like, I don't want you talking to that guy. I don't think it's out of despite or like, this is what I want you to do. I think it's more of a comfort thing kind of situation, you know. And that openness, that we have an open dialogue, that we can have the discussions. And it really doesn't matter why. If he just doesn't feel comfortable, then our primary core person, love, everything. I have no need to play with someone that for what... I don't care if my, there's people at the club we used to go to. There's a gentleman that lots of people know, say he's a great guy. My husband's like, I don't know if he looked at me wrong the first time. Don't like him. Don't want anything to do with him. Not interested. And thankfully that person's never reached out to us, but it, it doesn't even matter to me. I'm like, yeah, if he doesn't like him. So when you say, oh, he's being controlling. Well, number one, everyone's relationship their own. Right. And if they're healthy and happy, then fuck off. Let them do what they do. Right. And, I don't yeah. care if they're poly, they're MFM, hot wife, whatever down the list. 
or something that doesn't fall into a definition, who cares? If you're happy and healthy, <laughs> I'm like a not harming people that don't want to be harmed, more power to you. But don't project that on other people. Right. And that's what it, and once again, goes back to communication. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, and our communication is between our, ourselves and our husbands. Exactly. And, oh, yes. A healthy communication with other people. But it's like, you may not agree with the way that we communicate, but that's our thing. I'm yeah. sure there are plenty of people that do not agree with our lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there, there is people out there that don't even like, why are you doing that? I think dirty horse. Right. On, on this Hose Facebook before thing. Bros. Yeah. Hose before bros. <laughs> um, he, my husband was actually called a unicorn hunter quite a few times. <laughs> yes. And so in the poly says, world, nice of him to bring right. home to me <laughs> in the, in the poly world, that is a no, no, like big time. If you oh, really? have, Oh yeah. Big I time. See it now back to the communication and him being controlling. I'm like, Oh, that seems nice. It that is he's bringing unicorns home to you. Right. And I so that was so sweet. A unicorn. I mean, they think that, um, I thought that was so sweet. I know. I mean, I we're not a unicorn. Another, I, th- I thought that's another reason I'm not meant to be. <laughs> right. It's just, <laughs> we, you know, we, um, when we do talk to women, um, we don't make it where you can only be with us. You can only do this. You know, we are in a somewhat, you know, relationship with him, but it's very, very open, you know, open communication. Oh, you went on a date. Great. Let's support you and you know, everything like that. It's not okay. This woman is on the same level as my wife. Yes. <laughs> kind of thing. Which can so, be a challenge, right? Right. And it can be. And we've talked to women where I wasn't attracted to him and he was. So he... And then people that run into... There's relationships where there's a husband and wife, like you guys, mm-hmm. and a woman comes in and she likes the guy, but she actually likes the girl and the girl doesn't like... He like... Oh, yeah. Oh, couple man. Couples can be... Are beyond, beyond difficult. But... Well, I'm saying even... So you have a unicorn. I think we traditionally, to be fair to women, bisexual women, we'll say, right? A right. single bisexual woman. I think there is probably often more often we like to admit there's an assumption that they're going to be attracted to both people in the couple. Right. And and, and, it's, and that the couple is both going to be attracted to that person. Like people, we revere unicorns, like oh, you right. found a unicorn. So there's this assumption that all three of these people are going to get along wonderfully. Yeah. And, and we forget that it's possible that no. the unicorn likes the girl, but not the guy. And it's just going through the motions with the guy and that the wife isn't actually really interested in unicorn. And it's this weird little it's definitely a communication, communication triangle. And I mean, it's, and I wouldn't Vortex. even call, it is. I mean, people, and I wouldn't even call them unicorns. Like they're, they're bisexual women that like to play with couples. So it's like, but communication is just, and Fair we've enough. had had that. We had had that where mm-hmm. I wasn't attracted to her and she was attracted to my husband. That's fine. You can continue on. Or the woman was more attracted to me and wasn't attracted to my husband and so, you know, it's kind of a situation that happens. <laughs> well, and those are, again, things happen and they're fine. And we, number one, I love that this gentleman today said, don't forget how we met. Not to me, but he said, you know, sometimes there are people in the lifestyle that forget you met through the lifestyle, yes. which means that you at least need to be aware that the people you're talking to are playing with other people. And this is, I joke and call it a marital aid I'm like the, the humans the individuals are wonderful fabulous people and I don't want anyone to ever feel objectified 
but the lifestyle in and of itself for us we're not poly i'm speaking for you at this moment semi semi poly but it i guess with women the lifestyle (laughs) is it's an an extra it's not the center of our being so you need to take it for what it is right back to gentlemen that think that you're not playing with other gentlemen or what you know we the le- we met in the lifestyle exactly like, this is how That's, we met we know we're up front and tell them like even if we find women on dating apps that you know for single mm-hmm. i mean we're up front and hey we're you know poly we're poly friendly and you know we're you know this is what kind of people we need a connection we need this but this is about us if it's not about us no matter what in a relationship this it's they still make it about us. If my husband goes and plays with a female by himself, they make video and we enjoy the video. That's about us. So um, if I go and play, I make a video for my husband. Um, I bring it back to him. It's still no matter what, it's about us. So um, Weirdo. But we... <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I just, you know, every so often we need a giggle. But like we do, yeah. But, I mean, I wouldn't say... And with Polly for us, like we, I don't, I think I get more attracted and get NRE with women than men. So like we would be in the Polly concept point, of that way. At this point, who knows what the, the lifestyle might ebb and flow some other way. Right. Who knows? Who knows? So I don't know. As long as we have fun and it's about us, that's all that matters. Hells Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. And we are having fun. We are. We, yeah. Did we start that out? We're already plotting our next trip. We are. We are. Yeah. We, we are We are plotting our next trip to have a good time. We decided. To have a good time. Or times. A lot of times. Let's have some good times. Yes. Yes. We have this, the, the booking situation. So yeah, we, we decided to go to different places. Yeah. And we're excited about it. We're, yeah, I think what tentatively we'll, we're thinking on Vegas. We haven't even, we literally just started talking about this. We we're did. Like, we're going to have to confirm with the husbands, <laughs> but traditionally they're like, yes, yeah. bring back oh, video. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Just bring back the video. Yes. As long as video is made. But yeah, we, I think we, we always have a good time. No matter uh, what. This is like the most bizarre way of filling your cup and not that cup. Just filling <laughs> your happiness quotient. This is, I think, you know, they start talking about how important it is to go out with your girlfriends. I bet they weren't thinking that. Yeah, I know. This is kind of a different going out. <laughs> but it does. It refills our fun level and gets us perky. It, it I did this weekend. I was joking with you and said that I had two men that were far more video proficient than I ever yeah, thought of. And yeah. I was like, I have a new level of expectation yes. now because I had... Two, not just like one random outlier. Two guys that were like, oh, look, and we could put it this way. And normally I bring my own. It's like, good Lord, how did I? I'm going to have to play with both of you again. Yeah. Because it, it sounds like you're about ready to edit it and make it into something beautiful. Because <laughs> yeah, personally, something I think beautiful. that's the challenge, but sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I probably said it before. I love that today I had a gentleman that like he knew I don't take compliments I've worked really hard to come to the point of just saying thank you and not trying to argue with people when they try to compliment me. (laughs) And he said, well, you know, since I know how you stand on that, I'm just going to say that you're my type. (laughs) It's like, that's awesome. Is that what he said? Your type? I was like, that's a a good way to put it. Yeah, I think, you know, it's weird 
for me, and I think you would agree, like people, guys, you know, complimenting like nonstop and everything. And we have our husbands who obviously compliment us nonstop and we appreciate it. But yes, we love it. It's from our husbands, from our husbands. And, you know, I just, it's not that I have like low self-esteem or anything no. like that. It's just, it's just kind of just doesn't make me feel awkward, but I'm just like, Mm, okay. Well, I think we still, I mean, I, and that probably is true of everybody. We still compare ourselves to the general population. We're like, well, I'm not a, a little slim 21-year-old. Right, I'm not a 10. Um, well, and I guess we, we're we not very good about stepping back and going, well, I'm not a 10 on the scale of 21-year-olds. Right, exactly. Maybe, like, I'm yeah. a, maybe I'm an 8.5 on yeah. the scale of 40-year-olds. I would have to I say don't that. know. Yeah. But we, we just don't look at that. We look no. at the grander scheme and everybody and go, uh, you know, I don't completely understand, but hey, if you want to play with me and that was fun. Right. Yeah. That's okay. exactly what it is, is, is that as long as we have a good time, that's that's all. And I make a really, really good video. I mean, and that's what I do when I talk to guys, you know, like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so this. And I obviously my pictures are going to be you? beautiful. Right. OK. Um, and even afterwards, you know, <laughs> good so thing you have the good yeah. boudoir for sure. Yeah. Photographer. Jeez. And so they're like, well, what do you want out of this? And I'm like, mm, you know, a friend with benefits that makes a really hot video. Are you up for the challenge? <laughs> I like it. Dun, dun, <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun. That's pretty much what I say. And they're like, oh, well, you're straightforward. And I'm like, yes. No need to mince words. No. Again, yeah. we know where we met, right? Right. Like, yes. Although occasionally I, that's its own funny thing, because I think we both have went out on sites that are not traditionally lifestyle sites. So sometimes that's entertaining. Oh, gosh, <laughs> Yes. Oh yes. Oh, why I've had guys that message me and come over right now, and you know we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hi, I'm I'm so and so. How are you doing? I <laughs> sorry, and uh, and I do on one of the sites is actually, I don't think I've ever told you about this. Maybe I did. Dun, dun, it's dun, um dun. so on. I'm on a dating site, um, and it's a different name. Did okay. I ever tell you about that? I don't know. We'll come back so, to that. Um, it's top secret. No, I Ouch. was on the yes. site and we started the lifestyle, but um, we lived and uh, obviously I was grown up and people were seeing me on this website. <laughs> I think you did tell me about this. And they were messaging me thinking that somebody stole my pictures. So I had to change my name on this website so they obviously I don't want you know the whole public to know that I'm in lifestyle so unfortunately I can't change my name back on this website so it's still that name oh geez it's here. still there I did not know that that's hilarious it's still here so when people it's not hilarious but it is when people message me they message me by that name and <laughs> it's my middle name don't get me wrong but it is my middle but name it's still funny but it's still funny so I did have a guy come over and you know, we were going to start playing and everything. And he kept calling me that name. And I'm just like, mm, I, I kind of feel like I'm like a stranger. Like this is a little scandalous. You needed to have a, a, a wig and everything. I know. I felt like I was just like, yeah, like I was like, you know, naughty guys and naughty. So, <laughs> and he was calling me that while we were playing. And so <laughs> oh my, my God, husband, hurt. he's like, did he? And I'm like, he yep. did. Yep. He did. And he's like, okay. <laughs> scandalous, wasn't it? It was. It was very scandalous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, tonight we're going to go to a party. We are. We're going to go. A party. 
we're, we're really good about going with the flow. We have a party that we were committed to and we're going to go see and that may be absolutely fabulous and we'll party the evening away and see where that leads. Oh, party being a lifestyle party, of course. Right, yes. And if it doesn't, we are flexible adult women that yes. can go on to other parties. Yes, yeah. We're going to have we're gonna have fun tonight. We have a lot of options. And we will create them as needed. And we always have a good time, like we did last night. Last night, I would say, as we're... <laughs> Oh man, all the all the adorable twenty somethings that we're trying to compare oh, ourselves to, yeah. and then yeah. there's guys that are following us around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. We just wanted uh, chips and salsa. That's all. just that's all. <laughs> just the chips. And, we found them, but by we then we were tired. We were so exhausted. <laughs> we were we were feeling pretty good, and we were just exhausted. <laughs> good friends are hard to find. Yes. <laughs> Well, I don't know. What else? What other fun things? Anything else fun? See, we, we still have this awful tendency about talking about everything before we actually I, start recording. I know we do do that. We're oh, like, oh, we should have recorded that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll save it for next time. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I was so excited that I could get everything functioning that I didn't start off with the most important part, which is thank you. Thank you to everybody. I mean, thank you to Dee McBoost for yes. um, kind of sort of hosting me because this was an up in the air and then I did decide and then I ended up when you were talking about a party that I changed everything around because I'm like, I want to be able to hang with Titty Bo- McBoobs and if that means that I'm going to this party, which looks kind of exclusive and fun. Yeah. Looks kind we'll of cool. See. Gets yeah. you feel snazzy. So thank you, Titty McBoobs. Yes. And thank you for chatting here. with me. Yeah. And thank you to everyone who continues to listen to The Babbling and I always, always appreciate it. I laid in bed with one of my friends and looked at metrics. It was kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what? Didn't know that. But yeah, thank you to everyone. And as always, don't hesitate to reach out anytime. You can catch me by email at hollyshotwifelife at yahoo.com. The website that may or may not be up to date. Um, Twitter. I've had some great people reach out on Twitter and Instagram. Ooh, and there's a Facebook page that I probably should look at. But anytime, please don't hesitate to reach out. Sometimes it takes me longer. Sometimes I'm faster. I saw an email just before we started to record, and it was absolutely pertinent to this trip. And I was like, shit, I need to respond to that guy. But I need a few moments to sit and put together a fair response. So I'll have to respond to him. But long and short, thank you. And don't hesitate to reach out anytime and know that At the very least, I've read your email and I'm thinking of you and I will get back to you. And in the meantime, play, have fun, plot. Communicate. Communicate. (laughs) Even if you're not playing. Have fun. Yeah. If you're hoping to get into the lifestyle, then enjoy the fantasy. Yes. Yes. All that good stuff. Until next time.